his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch with Tom Ackerman. A recent congressional hearing on anti-Semitism led to the resignation of Ivy League officials and its renewed scrutiny of free speech on America's college campuses. It's not just lawmakers who are questioning whether there are double standards for free expression on college campuses. This morning, we look at results of a recent poll that reveals contradictory views about what free speech on campuses should look like. Fire. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Its director of polling and analytics is Sean Stevens, joining us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Sean, thanks very much for being with us. This was a poll conducted by the University of Chicago and the Associated Press Nork Center for Public Affairs Research. Where does the public fall when it comes to free expression at colleges and universities? Uh, well, you know, I think we've, we've seen some interesting things happen in the last few months. Um, you know, there's been rising uh, concern about free speech on college campuses uh, among the general public, I think, for the past four or five years. You could see it in a lot of different polls. Uh, confidence in higher ed is down. Uh, and I think a lot of it is due to administrators who have not done a very good job of defending free speech. Um, and then they go in front of like a congressional hearing and they actually defend free speech. And I kind of was a little troubled by what some of our elected officials were saying to them, but it also at the same time, um, they've all, all of them in, in one way or another, I think have, have sacrificed their credibility on the issue with how they've handled it before uh, these hearings, uh, essentially like they've, you know, they have not really protected the, the rights of, of speech rights of people on their campuses um, who say unpopular things, uh, which tends to be more right of center speech. Well, Sean, I thought it was really interesting that in this survey that I, I know you've been involved in uh, and quoted on, you know, it looked at not only how far faculty could go, but how far students might be able to go. And it talked not to people on campus but to the general mm-hmm. public about it. So what does the general public say, first off, about how far faculty can go when it comes to free expression? Uh, well, the, you know, I think there's a lot of concern about, there, there's a lot of concern from the public about what faculty, some faculty members say and, and things like that. But um, I, the, I think the general, the, the general public has, strong views of free speech in the abstract. Um, when you ask people, essentially, you know, do you support freedom of speech? Do you think it's important, et cetera? Or how important is it? And everyone's going to say it's very important. Uh, and then when you start adding specifics about who was said it or what was said, um, you see support drop. Typically, I mean, you see support drop pretty quickly um, among both members of the general public and 
faculty members and students. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of confusion around the issue. Um, and, I, and yeah, I would say it's like most people support free speech in the abstract. And then it's, it's like, yes, I, I support free speech, but it's what you hear a lot of the time. Harvard has been in the news a lot. I note that it was a few months ago that you had another uh, ranking or poll and you had Harvard as a zero when it came to free speech. The worst school yeah. in America when it came to free speech. Why, why yeah, is they actually, Yeah. They actually scored a negative 10.69, but we had said that the scoring system is supposed to be zero to 100, so they broke the scoring system. Uh, they were six standard deviations below the, the average, uh, and they were two standard deviations below the next worst school, which coincidentally was the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, and both of these schools have had a number of speech controversies over the past few years where, again, it's like sometimes they defend the speaker's rights, but a lot of times uh, a speaker gets sanctioned in some way. And, and by speaker, I mean invited speakers to campus, I mean professors, and I mean students. Uh, Sean, what do you see moving forward here? I mean, when it comes to expression on campus, uh, where do you where do you see the, the I mean, we're, we're about to enter into a uh, major political year here. Uh, how do you think that will affect everything <laughs> moving forward with the presidential election upcoming? So I, I expect there to be uh, I don't expect the controversies to, to die down. Um, I think we might more we might see some more things ramp up um i i think we're actually you know with fire you know we're we're concerned as to what might happen because this newfound you know support for freedom of speech among some administrators you know we're i think we're we're very interested in seeing how how long this lasts uh and if they kind of really mean what they say but then also i mean there were some things in the hearing that also i mean the now resigned president of, of the University of Pennsylvania, uh, essentially said we might have to actually walk back uh, this whole free speech thing because we need to protect our students more. And we found that we found that comment to be very concerning, um, obviously. So I think going into an election year um, with the way the mood of the country is, I, I would I expect there to, the controversies to continue um, and, and maybe even get more intense. Um, this year alone, I'd say that we have a record number. You know, we track uh, speaker disinvitations. Um, attempts to deplatform people on campus. And uh, we've seen a record number this year. Um, we're, we're putting up a revised version of this database in January. So the, the, the numbers I'm giving you now are, are internal. They won't, you won't see them on the website until January. But we've recorded over 100 of these attempts this year. It's the first time that's ever happened. So and you, I don't expect that to continue. I mean, I mean, I expect that to continue, basically. You know, Sean, when we look at things like, for example, some of the protests that we've had on campus and the speech that was allowed compared to maybe mm -hmm. inviting controversial guests on campus and, mm -hmm. you know, some of those events being canceled, you know, is yeah. there, a, is there a double standard? Yeah. I mean, I think that's why, even though, as I said, it's like, even though the presidents in the, in the, the congressional hearings actually were, like correctly saying, like, you know, it, it depends on the context. It really does. And it depends on what's going on. But as I you know, said before, it's like they in a lot of ways have sacrificed their credibility because in the past we're saying that, you know, they, they would say things like, well, no, well, that can't that kind of speech can't be allowed on campus or this speaker. We should, you know, revoke their invitation. And they're, they're 
they have created a double standard in a way. Yes. We appreciate your time very much. Sean Stevens, Director of Polling and Analytics at FIRE, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.